This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 23 of the War Vessel Radio podcast. Um, I'm here again by myself, and I must confess that I am very tired. Um, it's just been a, a long couple of days, and I just feel very flat and emotionally drained. And um, I don't know, today the record button felt enormously large, and the microphone and and felt big, and my words feel helplessly short, so I'm trusting the Lord that he will make up for whatever I am lacking tonight. I want to start by reading Psalm 139. I'm going to read the entire chapter of Psalm 139, because like I said, my words are lacking, but God's word does not lack. And if maybe one of you, as you're listening, hear something in one psalm, in a part or a verse of one Psalm 39, that you need to hear, and um, I will praise the Lord for that because I don't know that anything super valuable is coming out of my mouth tonight. But I trust the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to start by reading reading Psalm 139. This has been a passage over the last couple of weeks that. Uh, I've been reading daily, sometimes multiple times a day, or listening to, um, and it's been, it's been important into fortifying my soul in, in this time that I've been in, in the mental, spiritual state I've been going through, and just some of the walks of life that I'm in. Uh, this has been important to, to my spiritual life, and it's been healthy food for my soul to, to be eating. So digging into Psalm 139, here we go, starting verse 1. O Lord, you have searched me and known me, and you know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before, and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. To the darkness and the light are both alike to you. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they are all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. O oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God! Depart from me, therefore, you bloodthirsty men, for they speak against you wickedly. Your enemies take your name in vain.' 
Do I not hate them, O Lord, who hate you? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. And if we could just end the podcast right there, I think that would be a pretty pretty epic podcast just they're a pretty epic episode just from that bit of God's word it is too you could spend a billion years unpacking the depths of what this means and still never reach the depths of God's just heart in this passage um f- for me i guess why has this been important as I've been just dwelling upon the certainty of Christ, especially as I, I don't know, I feel like I'm in the stage of looking at life and uh, the Lord is trying to show me how in order to live, I need to be in daily surrender to him in all things. Um, I just, I feel that so closely that that is the season I am in and that he is teaching me to walk in the steps of having great faith. And I, you know, people are like, wow, great faith. I, I just mean that as in that I want, my heart wants to be postured in a place before the Lord where I just trust him. And I don't want to wait until I'm 60 years old to have have developed that taste for the Lord that, learns to trust him but instead i am zealous i am exuberant and i desire to be tested for that faith and to obtain it not that it is my own strength but i sense that the holy spirit desires me to strive for what that is and so that's kind of that's the season i've been in and i've just sensed that through some of the different uh, trials and um, things that have come up over my life the last month and a half. Some of them have to do with all sorts of things. A lot of them are, are very good things that, like this podcast, a very good thing. It does take work and it does have a spiritual warfare surrounding it to do it, but it, at the end of the day it's a good thing. But it requires a level of faith. Like Tonight, uh, just starting this podcast, I was like, Lord, this needs to be you. I have, I am so empty right now and tired that part of me just doesn't even want to do a podcast. But I know, Lord, that that is not, that would be the easy way out. And it is not of you for me to do that. So, here I am, and I believe he is going to, he's going to do this. But, is all him right now. Uh, so I still, Psalm 139, it's, as I've been in this season of just, Lord, grow me in my faith. I'll teach me at a younger age in my 20s to, to trust you, to rely upon you for my daily needs, for the things that I can't see yet, the future, what my future life looks like, how, how, uh, financially, uh, 
just living in this time frame and looking at the craziness of this world and trying not to get caught up in uh, the fear and anxiety and pressure of feeling like I need to do something or uh, do more to be prepared for whatever the Lord has in this season, but recognizing that I have been put here for such a time as this, the Lord will not let me fail over the little things if I'm faithful in serving Him and faithful keeping my eyes. If I'm faithful in staying surrendered to Him, uh, these are He knows everything I need. He knows who I am. My path has been wrought by Him since eternity past. It nothing's going to take him by surprise. And therefore, it if I have his spirit, it shouldn't take me by surprise when something surprising happens. But my spirit should be that of one that is unfazed in reliance of Christ. And so, that doesn't mean it doesn't, walking this life doesn't come with, with difficulty. And as I've been learning these last couple of weeks, there are, some difficulties that are just hard to walk through and it is emotionally um, draining and and physically draining. And so I have just been pouring myself into Psalm 139 because at some point it's, I just have to I just have to let go of it and say, Lord, you know who I am. And Lord, you know where I'm going. you understand where I'm headed. I, I think part of um, part of my meditation is this, is I, I feel like I light my brain on fire some days just thinking through all the possibilities, all the scenarios, what could go wrong, how could I, how can I do this better, how could I do this better, um, is this the right thing to do, is it not the right thing to do, Lord, is this wise, is it mature, uh, is this what I should be investing in? Is this where my time should be? Da 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 da. Enough to make anybody's head spin right off its shoulders. Um, and I've had these moments of clarity where it's just like, do you know what? God knows my heart. He knows that at the end of the day, when I sit down at the end of before I lay my head on my pillow, I just desire to have served the Lord to the best of my ability. And whether I do that or not throughout the day, I have to trust him that he is sanctifying me and that his spirit is present in my life, working in and through me. And that as a perfectionist, I am not going to get it perfect 100% of the time. I'm not going to get it perfect 20% of the time or 10% of the time. In fact, 99% of the time, I'm probably doing it imperfectly. Um, but Jesus is more than enough for me to live. I don't, I don't need anything else. I, I don't need a pile of money. I don't need a nice car. I don't need, um, I wouldn't even need a place to sleep at night. If, if that was the Lord's will, he is, he could take care of me. And in fact, 
honestly, the the less we have and the more desperate the situations, the more we get to see his miraculous power, the more faith we have to have in who he is, the greater the blessing we of witnessing his power moving on our behalf. And I'm not saying we need to let go of and drop everything we're having and go live despondent or or on the street or something in order to witness God's great power. Now that's not what I'm saying. Because in all situations and walks of life, people can witness God's great power, whether they're a billionaire or have $2 to their name, or whether their life has no problems, which nobody's problem has no problem, or nobody's life has no problems, or, or their life has many problems, God still works his miraculous power, and we as believers who have faith can witness that when we choose to look for it. I, I know I am so guilty of always looking for God's future hand, and I never live in what he's doing in the now. I I always am like, Lord, I, I need to see your hand doing this in the future for me so that this, I know that this can happen. And first of all, that's not really great theology. If I, I trust him and then I shouldn't have to be pointing at me like, you better be, you better be doing this for me. Um, but the point, I guess the point, I, the ultimate point I'm trying to make, regardless of the pointing thing out in the future, is that I don't focus on the minute, second, and minute things that Christ does for me on a daily basis. That, you know, going back to that, I believe it was the blood and breath or breath and blood uh, episode where it's just this breathing in Christ, allowing Christ into my life and and not becoming overwhelmed, but trusting that Christ is certain and just allowing that to be enough for my every moment. That when the second I start feeling anxiety, the second I start feeling worry or pressure or hurt or pain or or some sort of emotion that wants to drive me away from what is good and righteous and right, that I can, in that moment of temptation, I can trust the certainty of Christ and that it can dissipate for me. Even though the problem might not go away or the whatever the trial is, it that probably won't disappear, but my attitude can change and, and the reserves that I'm operating of can change. Instead of res- the reserves of my own strength, my own might, my own resources, suddenly I can tap into God's heavenly reserves of his grace, his mercy, his power, his ability to work on my behalf. And there's tremendous freedom in that trust. Even if that, even if it was a 10-year trial, I know that at the end of those 10 years, God will have revealed himself powerfully or if it's a a hundred years or 10 months or 10 minutes or 10 seconds sometimes or trials that last 10 seconds and 
we often don't handle them well or, or rightly. I, I'm speaking to myself. Um, but God desires for us to gain that heavenly perspective. And you're like, you could be saying, well, what does this have to do with one Psalm, Psalm 139, Jake? I guess for me it's just been the peace of knowing that God knows me. And that is, he knows my thoughts mentally, the things that are so personal and and just entangled within my own mind that I couldn't even begin to share them with somebody else even if I wanted to. That even if I desperately, and there are some things that I desperately want to express and that I desperately want somebody to see who I am and what my heart is and what my focus is and my vision for life and how I want to live, that is something that I find I can't express to somebody else well. And I often just stumble and stutter, and it's like, that is terrible. Um, but God knows it, and that I can trust God with that. That, yeah, I am a 21-year-old painter, trimmer, half slash half slash like construction worker not hack and slash it but half construction um and half finish and i drive an old beat up truck and i have a dog um and i live in my parents basement and i i run a podcast that none of those things are my life or what i consider to be the substance of my life most of what, if you were to just split me right down the middle, I would hope would be there is the Spirit of Christ and a heart and spirit and mind that desire nothing else than to live to the fullest of Jesus in whatever way that looks like, in in obedience and surrender, in ministry, in the construction field, in podcasting, in driving an old broken down vehicle and, and living in my parents' basement. Though I that is what everything else should flow out of that it's not the circumstances in my life that define who I am or what I believe or what I think, but rather it's a spirit of Christ within me working in my spirit that one day will be expressed and that truly no matter where you guys, I, no matter where I am, and no matter where any of you are in life, if your heart is burning for the things of Christ and desiring obedience to Him, even if it's not perfect obedience that you're living in, or that you know there's things you need to be sanctified of, but you desire it, God knows those things, and He that's a good thing, and He will bring that to pass in your life whether that's tomorrow or next week or or at the end of your life before that is accomplished, he will see it accomplished. And one day we will stand before him and we will be blameless because of Christ within us and our, our heart for him to just live. It, not We're not blameless because we desire to live for him. We're, we're blameless because... Jesus desires to live in us 
and that art we have the opportunity of submitting to that that's what the grace is there um but one day we can stand before him and all these things that he knows about us and that he has prepared and that he from eternity past intimately worked and desired to pour into you those are all things he is going to see accomplished he hasn't created something that will only be half done or half reveal his glory but instead will fully reveal his glory that that is just it's been super comforting me that I don't need to have all the answers. I don't need to say all the right things. I don't need to do all the right things. I, I can't even at the end of the day fully live how I, how I want to live or how I, I think I want to live or explain to somebody how I desire to live necessarily. But God knows that at the very, like at the very last fiber of me, I can honestly say that all I want is to serve Christ in whatever way that looks like. Um, yeah, so that's kind of been where I've I've been at in life, and I honestly I I don't remember half of what I've said through this this episode. Um, so I hope that there was encouraging stuff in hear that you guys were encouraged by um, and that uh, the Lord used it and that it was his words that were speaking and not mine. Um, so, yeah, I'll catch you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope, I dearly hope you enjoyed it and were encouraged by it. And, uh, yeah, God bless everyone. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.